Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, my friends. Simon Miller from What Culture here, live in Los Angeles. No point saying live. You're going to see it on demand video on YouTube. What am I talking about? Look at this. Isn't this wonderful? Look at the amazing places YouTube will bring you. Now, much as we did last year, we have just come out of the SmackDown show, but we can't go outside yet to do ups and downs. So what we're going to do, given that we have a little bit of time before the Hall of Fame, is just do a bit of a what went down, run through SmackDown and talk to you about it in case you're just looking for some information. Now, look, it is the go-home show for SmackDown. And as Phil and I were talking about, how you doing, Phil? Good to see you as always. Um, we thought this last year too. The SmackDown go-home shows had started to feel like, we'll just tick some boxes and we'll have a good time. Nothing wrong with that, but I kind of feel like the electric angles happen on Raw. Good thing, bad thing, you'll have to find out later when we do ups and downs. So we started off, again, we didn't play off all the angles, but we did play off the Usos taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But again, kind of simple stuff. Usos were out for all of eight seconds when KO and Sami Zayn uh, did come out and interrupt. So, you know, they paid off the audio guy. And again, we're tapping into this personal side of the feud. Because Kevin Owens was like, when I first got signed to WWE, it was you, Jimmy. It was you, Jay. You took care of my son. You took care of me. You made me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. And then basically saying the reason you went off the rails is because you teamed up with your stupid cousin, Roman Reigns. It's not around here, is it? No, we're okay. We're good. And that's now everyone in the locker room doesn't like you, which is why when it comes to WrestleMania, of course I want to win. I want to become the tag team champions with a good man, Sam. But I'm conflicted because I remember the good times. When the Usos come back and like, we don't care about no confliction, we're going to kick your ass and we're going to retain the titles. They argue about families. They argue about loyalty, which I do like. Because the Usos are all like, you know, obviously the bloodline. We're family because we're blood. Whereas Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are like, yeah, but we're family because we're loyal to each other. Which just allowed Jey Uso to go, no, you're not. You're teaming up with Kevin Owens, the ultimate backstabber. So we are planting those seeds. Now, do I actually think we're going to do that? I'm not so sure. And I kind of feel like the chaos carnage side of me that wants to watch the world burn. I think we should do it. Right, I'm saying it right now. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn should lose at WrestleMania because Kevin Owens screwed Sami Zayn. Who cares? I'll be dead one day. Let's have some fun with it. And that was pretty much it. But Jay did say that. Jay did say, I bet he stabs you in the back. So we'll have to wait and see. Maybe it's just like a red herring. Takes you down one direction. Maybe there's some miscommunication between the two, too. And we can play off it. So when that didn't go particularly long, it kind of, you know, we kind of flew through it quite quickly. We then did the wrestling trope that, I I don't mind wrestling tropes. This one drives me nuts. Because we're doing a fatal four-way tag team match, at WrestleMania, we're going to take one member of each team and have them have it in a match. So you see half the match even before you get to WrestleMania. Although I will say the most interesting part is that the Street Profits came out to be a part of this. It was going to be Montez Ford. And he and Angelo Dawkins had a stare down with the Usos. 
So, maybe we are planning post-WrestleMania. I don't know. But anyway, there's not much to talk about here. It was Eric from the Viking Raiders with Chad Gable versus Chad Gable versus Ricochet versus Montez Ford. Valhalla was doing a little bit of distractions, which essentially was what his contract should say. Ever since Sarah Logan came back, she just distracts. It's the greatest gig in all of professional wrestling. The finish was kind of cool. Ford hit the frog splash. Ricochet came with the Stooping Star Press. I suppose you could argue he stole the pin. And I'm going to give you five seconds to figure out who took that pin. It's Chad Gable. It's Chad Gable. Now, some people are speculating that Chad Gable has been booked a little bit different recently. And the commentators have said things that maybe they wouldn't have said when Triple H was fully. Who knows? Doing WWE. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on it here. This is the thing that I thought was interesting. I felt like we needed an angle between Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Are they main eventing night one? We don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. But it's still for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I still totally believe Rhea Ripley winning that match is a big deal. You build her as a star throughout 2023. And we did literally just get a hype video. Now, it was a good hype video. But if I... I mean, what do I know? Nothing. Look at me. I couldn't even keep my hair. But I kind of feel like there were a bunch of angles that probably needed to get time. And that was one of them. And we didn't do it. Although maybe there's nothing else to do. Because a couple of weeks ago, when they did have that face-off, I thought that was the peak of the thing. Still excited about the match. We also then tied into the Hall of Fame. There's a backstage skit and the great Muta had missed someone. It's kind of nice. If you're an old-school fan, you probably appreciate it. When we had the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Now, do not forget, as Phil rightfully pointed out, we only used to do this to get people on the card for WrestleMania. And now, like, well, should we do it anyway? It's something to do on SmackDown. So we do. I'm not going to go through everyone who was in it. Because it's painful for you. It's painful for me. It's painful for everyone. All you need to know is two people got entrances, Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman. Although, actually, when it came down to the final three, Bronson Reed was in there as well. So, I don't know how that's going to work. But the story of this is that LA Knight, in LA, maybe that was why, but I don't think so, super over. And when he was chucked out by Bronson Reed, the heat that that man got. So... If we do not have plans for LA Knight post-WrestleMania, I would be surprised because he came out of the Bray Wyatt feud relatively unscathed. He's only had one big win, which is against um, Rey Mysterio when he won with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. And he, he, honestly, he comes across right now like he's wearing a shield of armor. You can do anything with him and people are going to gravitate towards him because of his promo skills, the way he holds himself. He probably could have won here. And I think that would have been cool. But, of course, it was Bobby Lashley's night. Um, it was Bronson Reed that eliminated Strowman, too. So Reed eliminated Strowman and LA Knight. That kind of says to me that something's going to happen after WrestleMania. Because I think that's pretty strong booking. And then, yeah, Lashley throws Reed. We still don't know what Bobby Lashley is doing at WrestleMania. Now, I swear there was an Andre the Giant memorial uh, graphic where Bobby Lashley wasn't featured. Is he even going to be on WrestleMania? I don't know. Are we, do we do something between LA Knight and him? I don't know. But to me... We could potentially look back at this match and be like, this was the LA Knight coming out party, I suppose, when maybe everybody realized we've got to push this man, and if we don't, we're making a huge mistake. And you would be making a huge mistake. I'll tell you that for free. We then did the damn same wrestling trope because we took the women's fatal four-way, and who was it? It was Raquel Rodriguez versus Sonya Deville versus Shayna Baszler versus Natalia. I can't make my mind up who my partner going to be. Heart. How many people does she want as a partner? This time it's Shotzi. They ain't going to win anyway. Um, 
I mean, it was okay. Raquel beat uh, Sonya Deville with her powerbomb thing, and she booted Shayna Baszler off the apron. I think it's written in stone that Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey are going to win this. But I have an inkling that WWE probably wants to do something big with Raquel Rodriguez post-WrestleMania, so they give her the pin. Do you know what I do? Because I want chaos and carnage in my life. I'd have her turn on Liv Morgan too. That's right. I'm just swerving. Swerving everyone. I want all partners not to be able to coexist. Uh, we had a, cool, a really cool segment with Rey Mysterio and um, Legada Del Fantasma too, where basically they all got shirts, said, we'll protect you, Rey Mysterio. We ain't going to let Judgment Day do no nonsense to you. And they flipped the shirts around. What does it say? It says, we love Doink the Clown. Didn't say that. It said the LWO, Latino World Order, which is a thing from way back when. And again, I, I feel the question. We're not sure. Is this a one night only thing to get a pop? And my word did it get a pop, I guess, especially given where we are. I think we should bring it. If WWE owns that trademark, the Gala Tell Fantasma are great. I think that could be the missing element that actually makes them not more interesting, but it you know makes maybe more interesting connects with the crowd better. So I hope we do do this. And look, another weird angle, right? It was Sheamus and Drew McIntyre versus Imperium. Obviously, the question was, can they coexist? Can they coexist? And they can coexist. It's like me saying, can I coexist with all these people that are around us right now in LA? Yes, because we're here and no one is being sucked into a vacuum. So it's ridiculous. Um, obviously, they kept tagging in and tagging out. The other one didn't want to do it. Claymore kick, bro kick. Um, broke. And I think they pinned Vinci. I can't. It's irrelevant. The point is, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre aren't getting on anymore. But Gunther wasn't out here at all. So we didn't get that major stare down either. So a little bit strange, as was our main event angle. Obviously, Cody Rhodes comes out, cut just the most wonderful Cody Rhodes promo ever. The highlight is, I wrote down this line, is that he's like an 11-year WWE million-dollar investment. <laughs> Millions of dollars. One million dollars doesn't mean anything anymore. And he only paid off in year eight. It's a good line. Shooting cowboy, as he said. Cody Rhodes is the guy. He's the successor. He's the next WWE champion. Roman Reigns, I wrote it down. Then took three minutes and 31 seconds to get to the ring with only eight minutes remaining. And basically said, I don't want the crowd to acknowledge me. I want you to acknowledge me, Cody Rhodes. And that was the end of SmackDown. Now, it was fine. It was good. Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes obviously both have star presence. And I'm pumped for that main event because we're not 100% sure who is going to win. Did I think it could have a little bit more oomph potentially... Yes, but it did the job. And I mean, I actually predicted I thought they were going to get into the brawl because we didn't do brawls throughout this show, but maybe it's good. There are a little bit of, you know, there are a lot of brawls in professional wrestling. So that was SmackDown. It sets up WrestleMania in the way that it needed to. I'm still very excited for the show. So, I mean, this is irrelevant if you watch this on a Wednesday, but Phil and I are now going to go back in and watch the Hall of Fame. Then we'll do live ups and downs. We appreciate you. It's nice being outside as opposed to last year when we were stuck in an elevator shaft. Go back and watch that video. It's very funny. Like the video, share the video, subscribe. Leave a comment below. Make sure you enjoy all of our content over WrestleMania weekend. And we appreciate every single one of you. See us home. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.